Broadcasting live from Business Radio X Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Learning Insights. Featuring learning professionals, improving performance to drive business results. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Learning Insights. Stone Peyton Lee Cantor here with you this morning. How you doing, Lee? Doing great. You know, this is one of our favorite shows. I love doing this every week. I love going on the road for uh, helping out uh, relationship managers produce similar shows all over the country that we just, uh, we thoroughly enjoy working with the good folks at Training Pros and uh, we couldn't do it without them. That's right. And this is one of the uh, nicest things that they do or any of our, our clients, actually, they have a whole month just appreciating their consultants. I like that. I wonder if they have a radio host appreciation month. We'll coming have up to ask soon. Steve about that. <laughs> Maybe that's coming up. Yeah, we'll have to set a meeting with Steve and find out. But in the meantime, uh, our listeners are in for a real treat. We have three training pros consultants here with us. We're going to learn about each of them. And first up on today's edition of Learning Insights, it is my distinct pleasure to introduce the president of, is it Success Partners or SuccessPartners.biz? It is with the dot biz. It is with the dot mm-hmm. biz. Uh, that lovely voice is coming from Miss Trish Thorne. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm beyond excited. <laughs> Can you share a little bit about your work? What's your specialty? Sure. So uh, talent management is my focus. So the whole life cycle from identifying the folks after we figure out what the business strategy is and then getting them in and having them on board successfully, performance management, skill development. Oh, my gosh. It goes on. Maybe a little compensation here and there, but, you know, <laughs> that's all right. Somebody's got to get paid. So how does one find themselves in this line of work? Did you have like a real job leading up to this at some point? I love how you say a real job. <laughs> that is hysterical. I love that. I was an FTE at a time. I was a full-time employee uh, at an organization. Um, and it was because of a family relocation down to beautiful downtown Eufaula, Alabama. I, I know That's Eufaula. right. That's yeah. right. Come on down. <laughs> We'd love to have you through our town. Down from? Uh, from Atlanta here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, our type of work was not really represented in a population of 14,000 where there was minimal manufacturing going on. And so I was able to maintain my network here in Atlanta and uh, have continued to do my consulting uh, with different organizations for about 14 years now. Now, what's it like working with the folks at Training Pros? Oh, my gracious. You want to talk about smooth as ice. She willikers. Yeah. So I'm so fortunate because I have had the opportunity to work with different organizations, different management, different, different cultures, and I'm always interviewing a really good company, right? Training Pros has come through, which I'm really so pleased about to be able to partner with them, to be able to bring forward what I do and for there to be the appreciation of what I do mm-hmm. um, and the freedom. I've had times when I've worked with some clients and I'm sure the other ladies will be able to attest to the same that in working with some clients, they, they put that kibosh on you. You know, someone's going to have to interpret that word for me. I did, yeah, <laughs> you just, just lock that down, you know, and it's this way and, and that's the way that we're going to do it. And the challenge in helping folks come along and, there is a better way. No, really, there is. And that just sometimes does not come through. So being able to have the freedom at Training Pros to bring my best self, my best and highest self is just huge. Now, what are some ways that they watch your back a little bit? 
So I would say watch my back in with the client or, or just with, in in your kind of career. Like uh-huh. they, I'm sure they fill in some gaps for you. Well, yeah. So if I can get really super tactical, they fill in all the administration for me. Oh gosh, I love that. I cannot begin. So to you tell can focus you. on your craft. That's what it is. Yeah. If I can have someone else take care of all that, you know, administrative stuff. So you need it for your life. Just I would love that. Life. You know what? I want to bring them in. I want to. I want to hire them in. In fact, there's, I want to hire these two ladies with me. Manage a, my life for me, please. A training pros for home. Yeah. Home edition of training pros. <laughs> I like it. It's a new service. So I the the whole idea of your kind of work sounds very glamorous to me because I just come into mm. one place all the time. Is but I wonder if it can't get a little disorienting from time to time because because you're working with different clients on different issues. Can can you speak to that a little bit? Sure, sure. Yeah, I need a really good calendar yeah, and um, note-taking techniques. Um, so do you have any tips on that regard? Do you use a, what type of calendar? I wish I could you? say it's fabulous. I use uh-huh. Outlook, baby. It is Outlook all the way. Yeah, just keep it simple because I just I don't need a whole lot of flash. I just need it there and present. So Outlook is the way I go. My note-taking, I do use OneNote. Not that I'm trying to push any product here or anything. Oh, no, that's great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going to send them an invoice. <laughs> Yeah, so I use OneNote to be able to take my notes in the moment. I have found very interestingly, um, I've begun to take notes off of my phone. And that can be disconcerting in working with clients. And I have had to prep up clients and say, this is where I take Look, I'm notes. not on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I'm not on Instagram right, right now. I promise you. I'm not, I'm not tweeting you out. So it's it's setting folks up for that because that's the easiest way for me to quickly capture down and be able to then transfer for later on. Now, of course, what does that look like to your point? I'm on Facebook and I'm right. It looks like you're not paying attention. You're not in the moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that has been a challenge as we move into our new technology. I've seen that in uh, speaking work. Right. You know, and and because it's it's, they're not reading the paper like in the old days, if there was a person in the back reading the paper, you know, you probably don't really have Have their attention. But if you've got, you know, 30 percent of the audience looking down at their phone, you may have them completely engaged as a keynote speaker. And they're just they could be live tweeting the event. Right. You know, this is great. Great point and all that stuff. So it's it's different. Yeah. Yeah. So of all these disciplines that Mm. you find yourself working, is there are there one or two that you just, oh, boy, good. I get another one of these. Mm. You really you really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So I would offer the uh, leadership development, the instructional design. Um, I really, really love that frontline leader role because those folks are really caught. <laughs> they're caught in a spot, right? They're having to manage up. They manage down. They manage, manage horizontally. So wherever I can lay my hands on those folks and support, whether that's standing up in front of a classroom or whether it's one-on-one coaching or whether it's you know program development, whatever it is that those folks in particular are needing, those are the ones I'm passionate about. I just want to put my arms around them and hug them. <laughs> Just want to hug them. All these competencies, it seems like they can be such a moving target Mm. and there's new information that comes. How do you stay up to par? Mm, mm. Yes, running very fast. (laughs) And I should say I don't run. The only time I actually run is when someone's chasing me. So to say that I'm running is like a But you must read incessantly. You must. Have to, right? You have to. So I will. ATD is where I sit. That's where I like to sit. Uh-huh. I will also say this, Fast Company, I'm all about some Fast Company articles. Fast Company, 
Wall Street Journal. That's where I, I ride around, uh, roll around in those areas. Um, Hang out with Dave Edelman because he's just a wealth Because of he's the bomb. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> setting examples for us, which we certainly appreciate. Yeah, that's that's where I go. So more so than than reading books, it's more the the current, the the blogs, the magazine articles. It really, the... it really is. It really is. Um, gosh, I mean, there's great content in books. There mm-hmm. is. There's great content. But if I can get something quick, fast, and in a hurry, remember where am I taking my notes off of my phone? Right. right. <laughs> and, it, and things are changing so rapidly. I mean, it's hard for a book. It takes you know a year by the time it's published. Absolutely, absolutely. So even with some of the books, um, pulling out the nuggets and then seeing now what's applicable. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, can you share maybe some tips on how to attack an organization like ATD? Are you are you just you pay your dues and you know how some people think I pay my dues and I just you know, somehow I'm going to get benefit. Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks. Yeah. So it's, it's being present and being available, right? So getting with the local ATD mm-hmm. um, group, um, getting into those volunteer positions. So sitting uh, on boards. Uh, so actually volunteering and being part and not just kind of uh, superficially. Passive. Right. Yeah. Not the passive. Right. I will also offer the um, latest ATD um meeting that they had out in Vegas, right? The number of sessions that were available, number, 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 number of sessions, whatever you can to get your hands on those. I know that they've done um, recordings, videos, audios, etc. So it's a pretty efficient way to get up-to-date information. And it's kind of out of the horse's mouth. Completely, completely. And you can't be in 60 places at one time. So making sure that you follow up, purchase those additional additional materials. Again, another plug. I just love this. <laughs> so you're out there practicing your craft. Yes, sir. So I'm, I'm curious about the sales and marketing ebb and flow because you also, you're running a business. There's this whole, you got you to gotta get sold in, right? I wish you could see me because I'm making a squinchy face at you right now. <laughs> and that is a very technical term. That I, I'll, I sat down with a consultant buddy of mine a number of years ago and she said, Trish, you're just going to really have to make a decision here. You're going to have to decide whether you're going to continue to hunt your own meat or somebody's going to hunt your meat for you. What are you going to do? I just really enjoy working with training pros because they go out and they find my meat for me. And I really like that. And it goes back to what we were saying before about how does training pros support me? They support me around the administration. They support me around the business development. I love that. I want to focus on what I want to focus on. And I'm going to stamp my foot about that right now and put my hands on my hips. <laughs> Seriously, I want to focus on what I want to focus on. Mm-hmm. So when, if and when you start to wrap down, do you think there's uh, maybe a book in you? <gasps> Have you seen and heard enough that you might Ooh, try to get it all captured? Are you prophesying for me? <laughs> are, you, are you putting that out I in my sense future? There's, there's a book for you is on Stone's vision board. Right, oh, exactly. Well, you don't have to sit down and write it. We'll just talk it. And then transcribe it. Okay, I'm triple loving that. Like you have no idea. (laughs) That's fabulous. Thank you for that idea. Thank you. (laughs) That's our shortcut in Italy. That's it. (laughs) You don't want to. That's our secret sauce. Oh, nice. Just tell anybody. Well, That's it's great. an absolute delight to to hear you. It's it's invigorating. It's inspiring. I mean, your enthusiasm is 
contagious. Thank I, you. Now I want to stop doing this and go out and be a consultant. Come if on. only I had any specialized knowledge or expertise. You know, maybe next lifetime. Right. Maybe I could marry a consultant. That's the, there's an idea. <laughs> Actually, right, now. that's the one decision I made some years back and it turned out really well. Done. <laughs> Problem solved. Right. And so that gives me the uh, latitude to do this instead of work for a living. So it's it's, it's all working play. out for you me, too. You get to too. play. You get to play. Right. Cool. So this has been a lot of fun. Um how can people get in touch with you directly if they sure. want to and or what's the best way for them to get to you with and through training pros, whatever's a, appropriate. And sure, easy. sure. So certainly can contact me through training pros. Right, Dave? Yes, Dave's yeah. nodding <laughs> with, with big enthusiasm. So yes, absolutely through training pros. And alternative is uh, via my business. My email address is trish at successpartners.biz, B-I-Z. You can find me there. Phone number? 334-750-3503. And that's how you can catch me. Thank you so much. What fun. Well, thank you. And uh, and the website is successpartners.biz. Yes, sir, it is. Yes, sir, it is. LinkedIn is best pay- place to catch me. Let me put a plug in for that, too. There you Love go. my LinkedIn. And Love that's it. Trish Thorne, T-H-O-R-N-E. Yes, sir. Thank you. Don't forget the E. Well, you'll find some other trick. That's real. Not a thorn in your side, though. (laughs) Promise you. (laughs) Well, we're definitely not going to forget Trish in any form or fashion. And want you to hang out with us. We're going to leave your microphone open. But can you stay with us while we visit with our other guests? Would triple love that. All right. Fantastic. Next up on this edition of Learning Insights, we have with us Senior Instructional Designer by trade with DesignX Enterprises and uh, fantastic training pros consultant. Mm -hmm. That's the advanced press I got. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast, Miss Elise Santana. (laughs) So Elise, what'd you think about that last segment? Did you, did you learn anything or anything Uh, surprise you about that? uh, You got to get in there. Got rock star close, Elise. (laughs) I am. You know, we didn't have to coach Trish on that at all. Mm -hmm. That really came natural to her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what that's about. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Elise. (laughs) Uh, No, Trish, she paved the way to share her insight and experiences as a contractor, consultant. And um, I shared a lot of her insight and experiences as well. Um, My focus is uh, instructional design on that um, end of it. And um, I guess my model would be to design, develop, and um, deliver a product. Uh, You know, once the need is determined from a client, uh, being able to go in and because that is my area of expertise, kind of let the client know, hey, this is the uh, solution I believe your clients need in order to improve performance, you know, uh, job job security in some cases, <laughs> you know, get this training or you kind of like out of the door. Um, management, you know, training for management and things of that nature. Um, training pros has been instrumental in allowing me to kind of spread my wings a little bit. Um, I'm literally from New York. I've been in Atlanta for about eight years now. Um, And I had to kind of find my way and learn the culture here in Atlanta. And that was a little difficult because um, up north, we were kind of aggressive. So I had, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, know, uh, they say, uh, you know, ask for what you want, you know, say what you mean, you know. And I got here and had to kind of tone it down somewhat. And I had a, um, a great mentor. Um, his name is Michael Penman that kind of would, uh, he every time we would have a call, he would uh, take me to the side and say, hey, you need to have a bubblegum personality. And I'm like, what is that? You know, it's like, I don't have time to massage, you know, the client and the, you I got know, work what, to do. So that has been a learning experience and being able to, 
tie past experiences into a different path that I had taken. So um, my background is with web development. And I kept getting hits from recruiters here in Atlanta saying, hey, you know, you want to be an instructional, you know, you have the skill set. I'm like, what the heck is an instructional designer, you know? <laughs> Finally did the research. And I said, oh, that's my name. You know, that that's me. This is what I do. Right. And it was a great um, transition. It was easy for me to, because I had the skill sets, didn't have to use the tools, um, had the whole, you know, whole, um, excuse me, had the whole interactivity component and things like that. Um, I was able to transition into that role. So I kind of stumbled into being an instructional designer, but I'm awesome at what I do. Um, clients are pleased. I get called back. They do. <laughs> <laughs> That's an indication. If they call you back, they maybe you're doing back, something right. You know, after the pilot, they say, hey, can, is she available? <laughs> so, so I wonder... Always good. I wonder in in initially meeting clients, especially execs, if you're if you're beginning to consult with execs, are they are they right out of the gate embracing this whole idea of having a structured, rigorous approach to instructional design? Or at first, do some of them not really understand the value of it and they just want to get the content? Yeah, they don't have, there's a major disconnect. They just say training. And a lot of times it may not be training that they need. You may have to just focus on a specific, you know, maybe a performance support tool that just channels more into that particular topic or, you know, the area that they feel that they're, you know. um, But you had the gumption maybe uh, coming in that you're willing to be professionally confronted with that exact and kind of help them see a different path? Well, you have also, you mentioned, uh, you have training pro support as well. You know, oh. you kind of... Yeah, Dave, you, he's the muscle. Yeah, Send you kind of listen to it and you <laughs> like go it. with the flow. And then after the ad- actual client calls, you meet with training pros and say, hey, you know, yeah, we know they asked for this, but this uh-huh. is the direction that we're going to, we're the professionals. This is the way we do it. And, you know, and you kind of slowly get them to move in the direction that you know is best. Now, is there a project that you're most proud of? All of my projects, I love. They have, um, and that's the different thing, because with me coming from New York, my uh, the lines of business I focused on were in the legal sector as well as the financial. So being able to work with training pros has allowed me to just exposure and experience with different lines of business. So from GE Power Plant, uh, I just finished up one with Cricket Wireless, um, AT&T. And it's funny because I was with AT&T um, on a contract, a three-year contract prior to training post, um, pros pulling me off to join a GE project, major remote base, fully remote, just an amazing opportunity. So um, once you have that type of exposure and you have your methodologies in place, they they just transcend regardless of the business that you are training to. So um I just, just, I can't, you know, say enough about training pros on just the um, experiences, opportunities, because I know that I would not have been able to enter those doors on my own. So just having someone behind you to vouch and say, hey, this girl knows her stuff. We have somebody for you. So that has been a blessing. Now, how'd you hook up with them? They, uh, oh, I had a colleague. Now, she was with me when I was on a three-year contract at AT AT&T, and she left the company and then went to um, join the GE remote project. It was a huge project, and they needed some people. And I was like at my end because at that time, AT&T didn't allow you um, contractors to work remote. 
You right. had to come into the office where, right. mind you, all of your clients and everyone else, no one is in the office but the contractors. Right. So it's like, really? <laughs> so the opportunity presented itself. And I'm like, hey, I was like maybe six months before the contract was expired. So I had great, you know, experience for two and a half years of just dealing with IT securities and things like that. So I just joined um, up with Training Pros. So they took me from AT&T and guess what? I'm back at AT&T <laughs> through Training Pros working fully remote. <laughs> the thing that they said they wouldn't, wouldn't do, do but now they do but training pros allowed and right. you know, prepared you the way so that I can go back so that's a win for you right yes yes so we made an executive decision before we went on air not to mic up Dave Edelman uh, a little <laughs> while ago and I'm not going to say who voted which way but I'm still going to bring him into this question and he's just going to have to nod and listeners you just try to picture this but I'm I'm getting the sense that you must have to place a great deal of trust and confidence in your consultants because that's your name and reputation on on the line and you're sending them out there not only not not only to do specifically maybe what's been instructed but you have to believe that they have the the expertise the professionalism to make those calls in the field like she was describing and then you have to trust that and then work with them to navigate anything from change of scope to direction all right. Dave I'm, said yes. Dave said yes, off mic. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that speaks to the relationship. And I, I don't, I guess that just gets developed over time and through delivering competent work. Yeah? Absolutely. Absolutely. So now, do you do any of your um, kind of web interactive work still? Well, that's where I shine the best. The hard part for me when I transitioned over to this career path was just getting that whole adult learning methodology in place and right. how to teach and speak to that. Um, but now more time is in that area than the yes. web design? Yes, and that's where, my, that's where most of my work is comes from because the creative side is just like, for me, it's a no-brainer. I don't have to think about it. It's like, right. wow, but I enjoyed the, the whole transition because I got a chance to use my brain. I don't have to sit and like color <laughs> pictures. <laughs> it's like, oh, my brain. And that was like, oh, my gosh, so overwhelming initially because you have so much information that you have to translate, transfer, and really know it and still water it down so that they could, you know, learners could actually get what it is you're saying. So, yeah, it was that whole um, training to that adult part that took the most time for me. And it's still somewhat, depending on the topic, you know, the techie things, um, power plants, things that are kind of boring to me are the things that take a little more focus for me to write and train to. And I'm being honest. And also, um, I guess the... <laughs> Trish is laughing. I, can't. <laughs> I think This is what happens when you bring someone from New York in. Right. They start, tell, they start telling the truth. So instructional design, I'm sure there are some consistent pillars to this is the way you, you are when you're an instructional designer. But I would think there's a lot of change in that arena, particularly with all the technology coming with, mo with mobile. And so it, it's a little bit of, I used this phrase a little earlier in, my con in our conversation with, with Trish, it's a little bit of a moving target, too. You have to adapt and change, and you have to keep learning if you're going to be a first-class instructional designer, don't you? Absolutely. And I did not find that to be the challenge for me, only because web design is something that I enjoy doing. And I've been kind of one of uh, those people that kind of would pick up a book and want to know what does this tool do, you know, what does it do now, basically. You know, so now they've watered down the tool so much. I'm old school where I knew how to do certain you know, functionalities before it was automated for you to press a button. Uh -huh. So it's like, okay, I got past that part. I guess the challenge for me in the ID world would be that whole agile 
environment that we are now in and still being able to meet deliverables and deadlines. Because that's just insane for me. Because that shrinks the timeline considerably. And there's a lot in the agile environment that's very different from the other methodologies, the waterfall and all that stuff in it. Absolutely. You keep changing, you know, just really a <laughs> license for them to change their mind. 50 times and expect to still <laughs> you have to be get agile. what they want. Yeah, you have to be flexible. And you say, okay. And then, but it comes to a point where, you know, someone says, hey, you know, you keep making all these changes. We're going to have to push back the time on, you know, but trust me, they, they milk it until the bitter end. <laughs> I, I'm pretending like I know something about this and I don't, but my consultant wife that I mentioned just she, spent... She mentions that, I bet. She just spent three days in an Agile workshop. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was leadership for Agile products and uh, projects, and it and some of her comments sound similar mm-hmm. to, okay. Okay. <laughs> to some of yours. But I know that it's that it's out there, and it's, it's something you have to Adapt, yes. be able to accommodate. Absolutely. <laughs> So now are you active in ATD as well? I am not active at ATD at all. I um, Trish will hook you up. She's going to hook me up with all the insight. Okay. Um, So that will be good information. And I literally sometimes don't really have a lot of time. I'm trying to also finish up a degree. So there's just different in addition to the demand of the type of work that we do. I'm trying to get something formally. No, I get get it from blogs. You know, I learn new and innovative ways to do things. Maybe, um, what is that? With storyline. What's a learning heroes? You have e-learning heroes. You have um, just a lot of just e-learning types of blogs and, you know, inf- you know, informative pieces of... Uh, and learning-oriented radio, I hear, is really coming on like gangbangs. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and talkie books. Uh, something new I want to talk to you about. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me and a new friend, we just invented that a yes, few moments yes, ago. Yes, yes, yes. In now, the meantime, yeah, go ahead. Well, um, do you take advantage of the webinars that Training Pros does? Um, I have not, but I have but taken you will. advantage. But I will. <laughs> I'm being honest. But what I have taken advantage of in between waiting for maybe another potential opportunity to come along, um, they allow, you know, their consultants uh, a license for Linda where you can go on, you know, stay oh, on wow. top of the training nice. trends. So and I've taken advantage of that and gotten certifications. Oh, wow. So that way they call and say, hey, does at least have this skill set? Absolutely, because I've taken the time, <laughs> did my due diligence, and took the training without being at, you know, so just keeping yourself. So you were proactive in that way. Yes. And that, that affects your income. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Because you don't want to be turned down. At, you know, at, the, at a point, you kind of know what you need. Right. What tools, you know, you get up all these emails that come, do you have this? And of course they ask like 50 things, like really, and you know your compensation is not going, but it's like, yeah, you don't want to be left out. You want to be right. considered. You want to make sure you can check all the boxes. <laughs> so then they give you the opportunity to get the certifications yes. in order to do that. Yes. So you do get hired. And... Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Yeah, so yeah, that's an incentive on their part that they provide. So that's that's uh, valuable great. for the consultant. Yes, absolutely. I'm not a consultant, and I want to join. I'm, I, I, <laughs> I, I want to fill out the application, get on the roster, or whatever. I, I'm sure there's a, a few uh, hurdles to clear for that. What is the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you if they want to have a conversation with you about instructional? design would you have them email you or call you or howl at the moon or uh yeah well you can check out my linkedin profile i am kind of still testing the water slowly growing the business by being a consultant and testing the waters with the different lines of business Mm -hmm. so that i can better speak to that individually when i decide to say okay i'm going to 
try this on my own because but training pros has been spoon feeding me. So I haven't really had the time right. to kind of have to do it on my own. But if they needed to reach me, um, I have an email info at designnextenterprises.com. You can send emails. Um, our website at designnextenterprises.com. And um, a phone number, 404-530-9754. Fantastic. Or just give old Dave a call. Oh, and he'll, give and Dave he'll a give call us, through training. Pro- and wanted to give a shout out. I know I said that this is a professional network and I wouldn't give shout outs, but to <laughs> Leanne and also Kelly at Training Pros. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, Lee and I we, have gotten to know both of them and they are right. fantastic. Leanne's got quite the fan club. She most certainly does. Hey, you going to stick around with us while we visit with our last guest? I sure am. All right. Bringing it home for us, Lee. You ready for the headliner? I am this excited about this. This is what we've been this. building this up for. a lot right? of pressure, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we have with us consultant, freelancer, program coordinator for GRC, ATL, and artist. We're going to have to learn about that. Miss Alicia Mintz, how are you? Hi, I'm great, Lee and Stone. Thanks so much for inviting me. I'm having a great time. Well, I'm glad you're, but you got two kind of tough acts to follow. You're, you're not, not a little bit kidding, nervous, are you? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm having a little sip of water. <laughs> Trish and Elise are fantastic. Uh, can you share a little bit about GRC ATL? Because I don't think that's you. Don't, that's not even training related. Know, it's not is, even learning related. We're going off the board here a little bit, huh? So I'm gonna, if I can, Go I'm gonna back it. up just a second and say, yay! Give a shout out for training pros. I love being a consultant with them. I am devoted to learning and development. I've trained for a number of years. I've been an instructional designer, a program manager, a project manager, Can't change hold a management. Job. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a really well-rounded professional at so many things, but training pros, and one of the reasons that I will continue to consult and do my best for them and my client is they provide me a lot of flexibility to do the other things that I love to do in my life. As you mentioned, GRC Atlanta, what's that? Girls Rock Camp, ATL. I am the program coordinator for this summer's program. So come mid-July, I will be corralling a group of 70 10 to 16-year-old girls where we come in Monday, they all form bands, they learn musical instruments and write a song, and they are singing on stage on Sunday. Oh, and so it's for the beginner musician or the it any is for level musician? All level of girls. So we have girls who've never touched an instrument and girls who've played for a long time. It is an inclusive and supportive and amazing program. To Trisha's point earlier, volunteer. That's how I got involved. It gives you, I'm getting chills, such a layer of inherent tribal knowledge. Companies work the same way. If you can get in and sort of get the groove of what they're about. Mm-hmm. Volunteering is a great way to do it. Um, it, it. It sometimes turns into other things. So, so how'd you girls. get started with them? I volunteered. So how'd you even know they existed? Uh, w- my community. They have uh, been a large part of many people I know. Mm-hmm. My significant other at the time, before I was married, introduced me to the program and said, hey, I really think you dig this. And for a girl who does a thousand things, oh, I don't have time and may, okay. So I got uh, not not even hoodwinked, delightfully accepted <laughs> into a weekend of volunteer work. And this, it changed my life. I sang the rock camp song for a week, a month. I, I still sing it every day. It, it 
really gave me a number of insights, not only into the program, but into myself and into learning and development. Uh, This past February, Girls Rock Camp also hosts a ladies rock camp. So Trish and Elise can come (laughs) and do the same thing these girls are going to do, but over a weekend period. So seeing women younger, older, from 25 to 75, being brave and taking that chance and doing the same thing really was amazing. I got to participate in that and be a part of that and to see how a program that does instill support at all times and inclusiveness and let's have a collaborate, not compete. That environment really propels you to a different way of thinking mm-hmm. and you take it with you in everything you do. Now, were you, were you in a band when you were younger? I thought I was a band when I was younger. Um, I laughed with Trisha earlier. I've been trying to overcome my shyness issue. Now, training for me, I've always been a teacher. My mm-hmm. cousins hated me at my grandmother's house for Sunday dinner <laughs> because even at four and five, I was bringing in lesson plans because we were going to play school on the front porch. <laughs> and they're two. They don't know how to hold a pencil. They're like, Really? So teaching and learning and education and getting that light bulb on in people has always been, from as long as I can remember, my driving factor. Mm -hmm. I I knew I wanted to do something with making that happen. When I grow up, what do I want to do? I want to get the light bulb on in your head, whatever way it needs to happen. And luckily, found a path through an awkward way into training. So I was a professional trainer for a number of years and Bless a boss that I had who took me in his office and closed the door, said, I'm sending you to learn about instructional design. And I said something that I have learned I shall never say this again, but I only want to train. (laughs) He said, I never want to hear you say you only want to do one thing again. You're going to this. You don't have to like it, but you're going to thank me later. And sure enough. So he turned the light bulb on you. Um, uh, <laughs> beyond yes. the biggest light bulb story. ever. And I talk to him regularly in every one of those conversations. Thank him because he put my, he saw something in me. Mm-hmm. Collaborate, not compete. Right. Mm-hmm. Saw something in me that propelled me to a path that would have taken me much longer to find. So with training, with instructional design, I'm able to present to clients, whether they be my Fortune 500 companies, or a nonprofit, a really well-rounded individual who gets it in a lot of different ways. I hope it makes me good at what I do. (laughs) So how does the music help you in your day job? So an aside, I tried to learn how to play guitar when I was eight, and it was hard, and I cried every day. And I said, this is too, I was the kid Bless my parents. Um, I was a kid who read it too. And my mom plays guitar. So instead of reading me books at night, she'd play songs instead because I'd already read 17 books that day. And I grew up on a legacy of John Denver and Peter, Paul, and Mary and Joni Mitchell and Jay. Like every, everything wonderful about the singer-songwriter movement is when I was little getting sung to. So at eight, I want to play guitar like my mom. She's so cool. It was too hard. I gave up. A number of years ago, it'll be 20 years ago, this February, I was in a very bad car accident and ended up in the hospital for about six months. Uh, six skull fractures, head trauma, fluid on the brain, broke every bone on the left side of my body. 
uh, flatlined seven times in a day. Like I'm the kid who shouldn't be here. I do. I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out on a, on a different level to Orlando Regional Medical Center, which is where I was, which is where the victims of oh, Orlando wow. are now. It was right. very moving to watch their press conference yesterday and go, hey, you guys saved my life 20 years right. ago. Uh, that stated, after that accident and working to become okay with physical therapy, occupational therapy, mm-hmm. learning how to walk again, talk again, do all the things I was going to do, I decided at 24, now's a perfect time to pick up the guitar. <laughs> Um, still the hardest the hardest and most rewarding thing I've done for myself as an adult. So I have achieved my goal. You want to invite me to your campfire because I know every campfire song known to man. I do not know if I will ever headline a show, but I can sure sing along and play a lot of Eagles and Jimmy Buffett. So when you're not strumming and you're out there doing your work, where where's the focus? What kind of disciplines are you? Oh, my goodness. So uh, Girls Rock Camp, taking up a little bit of time. I'm on a few different freelance projects. Got a super fantastic one with a local Atlanta company developing their new hire program right now, Mm -hmm. which has been a lot of fun. They are a, a, a newer startup, so they do not have any learning or development in place. So what an opportunity. It's a blank slate. almost. Blank slate. Uh, and just shout out to Springbot. They're fantastic. Uh, doing a few other different side projects and my other project, because I don't have enough to do, I am an artist as well. So I paint, which has come to me very late in life. I can't draw a stick figure. And probably five years ago, uh, something happened in, uh, I, don't, I don't know how much of the story to say, mm-hmm. God bless my my baby sister. Uh, she was diagnosed with a, a advanced stage breast cancer diagnosis a number of years ago. And as a family, it most certainly affects the patient. It most certainly affects the family around that patient. And as her older sister, I came home that night and just felt very helpless. How do I, what do I, and she really likes giraffes. So I thought, well, if she's going to be in the hospital for a little while. I was going to paint a giraffe, how would I do it? Uh, Elise and Trish are nodding along because they're they're learning professionals as well. Well, how would I do that? <laughs> right. Um, so I did. I painted her a giraffe, and that turned out really well. And so I have a buddy who likes Calvin and Hobbes. Okay, well, it's his birthday coming up. How would I paint Calvin? And it sort of started that way to where, as the weird learning nerd girl I am, over the fast, past five years, I've studied a master a month. Who's the artist? What did they paint with? Where did they paint? Who were their buddies? How did that influence the movement? What was going on in history at that time? So I've sort of taken myself on a self-taught uh, art degree, <laughs> but do a number of shows every year. I have a number of commissions. It really is, art has become my happy spot where I get to actively work on something and my brain gets to work out everything else in the meantime. I do my best development when I'm at a canvas because it allows my brain to think about how other sections of this new higher training fall into place. And all kind of streams together. Does that, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is there a uh, girls paint camp coming up? I really <laughs> wish there would be. I like it. I, Trish is like, yeah. so after I write my book, which I am writing, um, maybe girls paint camp is the idea. 
I like it, right? <laughs> well, what I'm picking up from this conversation, what, um, how wonderful it must be that you get to live out all these different facets of your life and be able to to capitalize on Aren't what training I the pros. Luckiest girl in the world, but this is part of why I am such a fan of training pros. I have been within learning and development. I don't want it. And enough years to <laughs> call it two decades plus and have worked in industry. I consulted for a number of years where I was the road warrior on a plane right. every Monday, home every Friday. Um, I've trained for every company known to man, right? Uh, I've developed. I, I, I really well-rounded and I've been that full-time employee and have worked very hard to what I thought would be the level I wanted in a corporation. And I got there and I looked around and went, hold on. Um, I still love doing what I do. I'm dedicated. I'm passionate about what I do. But I would like to see my dog on the weekend. <laughs> right. I would like to have a little bit more of that time. And what training pros and freelancing really allows for is that flexibility. In my life, it manifests as work with a nonprofit, with art. Right. I've seen colleagues of mine in training pros, it manifests into time with their kids, um, mm. developing their business, writing their book. Freelance consulting, if, if you've got the chops and you've got the wherewithal to dive off the board, so to speak, it really can be a very fulfilling way to add all that joy to your life. Right, to have a more well-rounded life because you're Absolutely. picking and choosing projects that you want. Absolutely. Like you have really more control from that standpoint. Absolutely. But it's a mindset. you got to be open to that and trust kind of the chaos. Well, and that's right, because right, I've worked with so many people over the years that are, I, I could never imagine right. going freelance. And it's, you know, part of it, if you do, it's trust in yourself. It's trust in your skills. Right. Uh, my favorite kind of gigs to get, and I made a note, uh, th about Trish mentioning it earlier, finding my meat. Training Pros finds me great projects that are suited to me. Yes. My favorite kind of project, you guys remember Pulp Fiction, the movie Pulp Fiction? Sure. Harvey Keitel comes in, he cleans up the right. blood. That's my favorite thing to do <laughs> in learning departments. You'll have job security for the rest of your right? life. I'm not, I want to come into a horrible situation <laughs> and fix it. I'm, I'm a fixer. You're a cleaner. I'm, uh, cleaner. I'm a cleaner. I'm an eldest child, right? Like uh, birth order matters. Um, but all those things that are stereotypically I should be doing, I really do. I mm -hmm. love to come in to the biggest mess ever and put something workable. Listen to what you need. Really, because what sometimes, to Elisa's point, what clients think they need isn't the solution at all. Right. Um, but a smooth sea never made for a skillful sailor. Like I kind of think about learning and development I'm the sailor, I'm on a boat, the client is my ocean, right? Sure, you always dream of the night, it's a nice smooth day on the ocean, but that's not going to get you where you need to go. You're always going to have budget constraints and time constraints and personality constraints. Sure. To your point, Elise, I'm, I'm sailing my vessel. Do I know my tools? Do I know my craft? Am I comfortable in my instructional design knowledge and my training knowledge? You know, the, the devil's in the details. I spent, you know, at, weeks and weeks prepping for a huge class once and went in to train it. 
perfectly polished, ready to go. I didn't check to see if there was a fresh light bulb in the projector. Mm -hmm. So you never do that again, right? Like that you, you learn with everything that people you know, fail, fail a lot. Yeah. And that way you learn, oh, I'll never do that again. So most situations, people look like, oh, learning and development, such a magical mystery. It's not really. We've seen it. We're doing the same pattern. I've seen the sea. I know how to deal with this wind. Um, sometimes it's a little undercover. I mean, the very best part of working in consulting field is it taught me how to sell an idea and make the client think it was their idea, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is sometimes what you really have to do. Right. It's fantastic. But yeah, freedom and flexibility. Freelance, if, if you've got the chops, it's the way to go. So wasn't Harvey Keitel's character like called the wolf? Mr. Wolf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if someone needs the wolf. Yeah. Or Come find me. a special rendition of a giraffe <laughs> painted for them. What's I the do best all way? art. So <laughs> what's the best way for them to reach you? Gosh, I, I should I should give a few. It's so 1-800-MORE-COWBELL.COM. <laughs> uh, you can always find mm -hmm. me through Training Pros for the learning and development aspect of things. My email address, M-I-N-T-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com, which is my last name, Mintz, with an E-S-S, so like princess, but Mintz, now that you know that, you'll never forget it <laughs> at right. gmail.com. Uh, you can all, that, that's probably good enough, and I can direct you from there. That's going to be the solid and then, source. But if a girl wants to learn more about Girls Rock Camp, is there a website for them? Girls Rock Camp ATL. Our camp is full for this summer, but we love people knowing about our program. It has grown every year. This is going to be our ninth summer. Can anybody go to the performances? Oh, what a tricky mm -hmm. question. Usually, yes. <laughs> this year, we normally do our performances at the Variety Playhouse. They are a wonderful uh, sponsor that we've had for a number of years. They are renovating this year. So uh -huh. we have a different venue. So we've actually got a closed show to campers and families. but. Mm -hmm. Neck 2017 Variety Playhouse, guys. Right. Good stuff. Yeah. I think this has been the most fun I've had in a 45-minute time. We won, girls. We won. You win. Ladies, this has been a blast. Very informative. Very inspiring. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think we should do consultant appreciation edition. Month every year? Yes. No, I, th I think we ought to do it every month. This was a lot of fun. Thank you all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thanks, Dave. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for Lee Cantor, our guest this morning, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Learning Insights.